This is a production of 1217 Media. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? Welcome to this episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. As always, I need y'all to hit the subscribe button, leave a like in the comments, um, let me know what you think, but also hit the website, man. 94feetwithcoachjt.com. We got sweatshirt, we got merch, we got that good HBCU all corn gear up there for everybody from all the nights and everybody out there as well. But again, also, I want to say thank you for everybody's been tuning in, man. We're pushing up on year three coming up in 2024. So um, thanks for tapping in and I continue to grow this platform and get this thing going. Uh, let me jump into this quick little in- intro, man. This gentleman right now is, um, is a professional trainer. Um, his passion is to guide people toward healthier lifestyles. Everybody is unique um, with their own strengths and limitations. His methods are focused around technique and building strength um, to reach your long-term fitness goals as well. Um, health and fitness is not only about your body looks on outside, but also on the inside. Um, his One of his models is less work on finding out the balance between body and mind. His program is designated to burn calories, boost metabolism, and improve your overall health. Um, he focuses on strategic exercise and healthier eating habits to build long-term changes. But last but not least, he's a 05 graduate of Alcorn State University, track athlete, um, still in great shape. Your, your coach, your trainer got to be in great shape. He's yeah. currently located in San Diego, California. So, I mean, he's he about an hour and a half flight from me up in, 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 in NorCal, but we still Cali home team. Uh, oh, you may know him as Black, Justin. But uh, Coach Black, Justin, how you doing, man? Thanks for tapping in. I'm doing good. I'm good. I'm good, man. That's Appreciate what's up, man. you having me on here, too. Yeah, brother. It's been, you know what I'm saying, it's a pleasure to physically get you on the screen again. I know we've been face-to-face in them years, but definitely yeah. to see you, man, see you grinding out there. Uh, and as like I said, on this platform right now, bro, one, we're going to promote the business. But also, man, let's give you a time really to, to talk about the the foundation of of, of Justin himself yeah. before, the, before the business, uh, us growing up being – Young males together on a campus where nobody, <laughs> it ain't for everybody. But also, we both Cali people. Yeah, yeah. That I was know, you know what I mean? So we'll get into that, too. But let's get into before we get to that point, man. Just give me a little bit about the background, Jay, about just you, yourself, and uh, growing up in general, though, man. Um. So, yeah. I, um. Yeah, my name is originally, my real name is Justin, but I go by Just Black. I, uh, I was born in Pittsburgh pennsylvania but we moved to san diego when i was about seven yeah i was about like seven my mom was a flight attendant so we moved to pittsburgh i mean san diego but we always flew back and forth from pittsburgh to san diego so you know on long weekends we, i mean me i kind of like grew up with the best of both worlds like i was my whole life high school well middle school elementary school middle school and high school was all in california but i would always be back and forth to pittsburgh so i kind of got it got both you know those those upbringings but you know i'm really man i'm I'm cali to the heart i'm still diehard steelers fan but california is what what kind of bred me and made me who i who i am today and um yeah man i just you know play sports and then when i finally uh graduated went went to virginia um to hampton virginia for two years first and then me and a couple homies transferred to alcorn state and yeah that's where it was like that's probably where it felt like the beginning of my life really just started because if anybody's ever been to Alcorn or even visited Alcorn, you will see that it's a, I mean, like a change compared coming from California, from a big city in California to go to Alcorn. That was like, yeah, it was like night and day. So that was a lot of adjusting. But I mean, it was good, man. It taught me a lot in life. Like, I, I feel like at Alcorn was really when I started, like, actually growing up, you know, because you was out there on your own <laughs> and it was in the middle of nowhere too. So yeah, that's, that's just a little brief. Yeah. Um, you talked about coming from Pittsburgh though. What, um, 
to, to Cali in, in SoCal. People think SoCal, oh, California, Hollywood all the time, LA. Yeah. San Diego's still nice though, but just in general, what was the environment like when you growing up as a young, you say your mom was a flight chance, so you had to move over, move, but just initially, what, what, what made you hopefully, or did you like even this, that move at that point, or was it something you had to get adjusted to, bro? So when I when I when I first moved here, I hated it. I couldn't I, I didn't I couldn't stand. And that was just because I was so used to being in Pittsburgh. I had all my family there. I had all my cousins. And you know, then it was my mom's like, oh, I met your stepdad. Next thing you know, here you go. You moving to San Diego. So it was kind of that you know kind of a rebellious stage where I was like, you know, I didn't want to have, for one be a stepson, have my stepdad. For two, move away from my grandparents and all mm. of that. But it was um. It was it was it was a little bit challenging at first. We also um, my stepdad had his own business. My mom was a flight attendant, so you know they were they were well off. I wouldn't say we were you know it wasn't no balling, but you know we we were eating every day. We lived in a nice little suburban neighborhood, but the thing was we was probably the only. I mean, in elementary school. I was literally the only black kid in my whole school. We was probably the only black family in our neighborhood for the majority of my life. So mm. once I got into middle school it was kind of a a mixed middle school so it was a lot of mexicans so i started getting in cool with a lot of the mexicans but then high school is when i really started like going to so i lived on the border of like spring valley which is kind of like almost southeast san diego and then i was like rancho san diego which is more suburbs but as i got older i just always felt kind of like i wanted to be closer to my people you know i started like you know my the neighbors and everybody i grew up with was always cool but I could always felt the difference, you know, being mm -hmm. like the only black kid in the school and the only black family in the neighborhood. I felt the difference. So I always wanted to go as I got older and go be with my friends from school, which were like way more in Spring Valley area, which was not too far from me, but it was a whole different atmosphere. It was a lot more gangbang going on. So mm -hmm. in 90, let me see, I went to high school in 94. 94 in San Diego was was kind of active. Like mm -hmm. it was, and the thing about San Diego, we of course are not LA, but a lot of people are always trying to compare to LA or trying to prove a point. Like we, you know, like as far as gangbang goes and like mm -hmm. everybody wanted to be like, oh, we like LA, we harder than LA. So, mm -hmm. you know, we had a lot of people doing extra because they was always trying to prove like, oh, San Diego, cause people think San Diego, they just hear San Diego. They think like, oh, surfers and beaches and suburbs. So mm -hmm. a lot of the people that was really active like that, they was trying to prove a point. So, yeah, high school, it was, I remember, yeah, first, I think the summer before I even went to high school was like the first time we got at a house party and getting shot at and like, you know what I'm saying? Homies running up mm. and trying to, and that's when I knew I was like, yeah, you know, I don't really, because I mean, in my mind, you know, you're young, you see everybody gangbang, you see your homies and you think like, okay, that's cool. But yeah, after that first time being shot at, that's when I realized I was like, yeah, this gangbang is not for me. So then that's when I went to sports. But mm. the way, you know, in sports is like, you traveling around and you competing in different events. So, you know, a lot of people from different schools. So I, it always, for me is I kind of got that pass and I knew people from church that was in Southeast. So it was always like, Oh no, that's black. He just, you know, he run track, he played football, you know, and they would run up on you all the time. Like, Hey, you know, where you from? Where you from? Mm -hmm. Like, man, look, I ain't from nowhere. I'm like, Oh, you live in spring Valley though. But then a lot of the homies would be there and be like, Oh no, he just do sports. He played football. He run track. So you kind of get that sports pass where, mm -hmm. all right, okay, I see you ain't really. That's a real thing. Yeah, That's it's a like, real yeah. thing. I it used to, to be. I said it used to be. When we was growing up, it was a real thing. 
Yeah, yeah, for real. You would, you would, and 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 I say it, and I say it humbly, and not trying to say like, but I mean, like, I knew, I knew dudes from every set. Like, I almost got a pass from every set because like half of the dudes I went to church with, the other half I went to school with, the other half I was running track and playing football with. So I was seeing them at all kind of events, and mm -hmm. we was all, you know, on the same page. Like, you know, we might live in this area, but we play sports. We ain't out here active. But then you had your homies that was active. So you, you know, it, it. In that era, in that time in San Diego, it was like everywhere you went, it was something revolved around some type of gang banging, but or like clicks. Clicks was real big back then too. So you went to the mall, you had to watch out which mall you went to. You went to the beach, you had to watch out which you know Sundays at the beach is when all the black people come out. So it uh yeah it was it was it was a little rough you know but I I will say sports and that's probably what what made me fall in love with especially track. But I was doing football then, but track as well just really because it kept me out the way you know like how we say out here in cali like man i'm trying to stay out the way out the way really like having to go to practice and having to go to meetings and having to go to film and having to you know do all that stuff it, it no helped. idle time yeah it helped it helped me to stay even though you know still low run-ins and all that because you go to house parties or dances and i mean mm -hmm. sometimes too homies like niggas will run up at the school like after school you be like hey you heard them dudes from morris is up here at school mm -hmm. so you couldn't get away from it all, but I do know that the sports is really, I mean, I say it all the time, it like really saved my life because I know I would have, because you almost had no other option. It was just everywhere you looked, everywhere you went, it was something it revolving around gangbanging or clicks or something, or you would run into somebody that was banging. So the sports really, really saved it. And it, 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 it like opened my eyes up to like, there was more, but, um, yeah, it was it, it was it was a it was a different. It went from being like all white and suburban neighborhood to my high school being more of a mixed to where there was a lot of fights my freshman year. It was a lot of little gang banging things, kind of even a lot of little race wars too, because we was a super mixed school. We had a lot of blacks, whites. We also had a lot of um, Chaldeans, like Arabians, and mm -hmm. so you know the, the the different people would feud here and there. But it it, it was a good experience. It made me be able to conduct myself in every situation like i could go to you know when i went to mississippi even though it was a change i was still able to you know communicate and be with black people or i can go to a you know a different scenery and i'm used to being the only black so i'll be able to you know be in the suburbs and still do what i got to do in the suburbs or whatever so um yeah it was good it was a little rough but you know that's that that's that california lifestyle yeah. Definitely got to be able to adapt, man. We got to wear many facets, many hats like that. Like, yeah. Especially us being black males, being dudes, yeah. but also knowing we got to be in different types of societies and environments. We can't mm -hmm. be this. Yeah, we can have them dreads, braids, but now we have a conversation. I can be one way, or I got to say I got partners from yep. the block yeah, on exactly. the street, too. You feel me? Um, you talked about, you know, I always love to talk about like family and grandparents, so leaving your grandparents. How difficult was that for you at that time? Because I mean, like I tell my players and kids, I coach, what value your parents and value your grandparents all the time. Yeah, it, it was it was hard for me because my grandparents, I mean, we I moved when I was seven, but like I spent so much of my time with my grandparents because my mom, like I said, was a flight attendant. So some days she'd be gone three, four days working trips and I'd be with my grandparents. But we also lived not too far from my grandparents. And and we were we are tight. I mean, my both my grandparents have passed away now, but our family was super tight. So it thinking of just when we moved, even though we could fly free, but it was like moving to the other side, like literally to the other side of the whole coast, you know, going from mm -hmm. Pennsylvania to California. Um, my grandparents, they used to visit and all, but I was just super growing up. I was real close to my grandparents. So yeah. it was real hard. I remember 
being younger and my mom telling me as I got older that, you know, the first week, like, you know, I, I straight up told my stepdad, like, you know, I'm smarter than you. Like anything that I was doing, anything, and I was real, like, I had a lot of anger growing up because I was always trying to get my mom to send me back with my grandparents. Like, mm, that, was, that, was out, goal. that was Yeah, the like, if I act out enough, then maybe she'll be like, oh, you about to go back with your grand. But, you know, moms was like, nah, man, that ain't, we ain't about to, <laughs> like, like, you just going, you going to have to tighten up or something. But I remember a lot of times being mad about it because also, too, it was like, that wasn't, even though my stepdad, I love him, he passed away as well. I love him to death, respect. And as I grew up, I respected him a lot more. But being right. young, it was always like, you ain't my dad. Like, right. you know, my dad was never there. My real dad was never there. So it was always that piece missing and that that anger because I was like, my dad ain't here. And then I got this other man trying to tell me what to do. And you ain't my dad. So having my grandparents so far away, it was hard. And I know when I was younger, it kind of affected me. You know, I kind of had little anger problems and like acted out and little different things like that just because, like I said, I was trying to get back to Pittsburgh or just trying to really probably just trying to figure it out because I didn't understand yeah. what's going on, you know, at that young age. So yeah. my grandparents, they, they've always been a major, major part of my life. So that was probably the hardest part was moving and being so far away from them, though. Yeah, I definitely can relate. I would say mine happened similar. You know, my mom is my mom's from Natchez down the road. Oh, yeah, so I yeah. Spike, they grew up. I mean, I, I was there all summers early, but then I was blessed to go back to Alcorn and, and play. Like, they never seen me play high school basketball, middle school, mm -hmm. junior college out here. But I was like, oh, I got a chance to go down there. Even it wasn't guaranteed I had to walk on, but I was like, man, my grandparents are 30 minutes away. So for them the years I was in Alcorn, I saw them all the time. You know, yeah. I mean, we already had a close bond anyway, but then it was like even better. My grandma was a basketball fanatic. I was like, how do you like the, she liked Kobe Bryant. I was like, you're in Mississippi. How do you like the Lakers? Right, like <laughs> and Kobe, but she loved Kobe. Like, I was like, we should stay up late night down there to watch Laker games and I ain't no Laker fan. So I was yeah. like, what? But you know I mean? Just that relationship with them and my grandpa, you know, it just, the down south grandparents, is different, man. He was so laid back and chill, dude. Oh, yeah. We sit on the porch and talk. And I'm like, did this dude ever get upset? Or did he rattle? Like, he just laid back, do his little thing. And I was like, you know, that's one thing. And they both, both might have passed away too, but that those times were so dope for me. And I was older, 20, like I said, 19, 20, 21, 22. And I was like, damn, this is some good time. Like, how many guys can go home for college and go to their grandma's house, leave their clothes, mm -hmm. and come back, they fold it. I was like, she fold all the clothes up. I got hot yeah, meals. Yeah, you know what right I mean? down the road from me. I was right, I was there. I, I, if I once I my first I didn't have a car, but I met T Large, my dog. We used to go down there all the time. Yeah. I was, I'm like, if I ain't going to work, I'm I'm going to grandma house. I, yeah, you know, it's like that's what like a 20 minute drive. That's it right was, man, that's it, bro. So that was that was so crucial, man. But just those bonds, but I tell you, kids again, value your grandparents, man. Like they're called grandparents for a reason, man. For sure. They're impactful. For sure, for sure. Yeah. That's definitely dope. Um Sports, football, football, track, or just in general, man. Uh, man, I've run Pittsburgh. You got, you got to say, you got NFL, you got Steelers, you got, it's like yeah. Then coming to SoCal, okay, maybe San Diego, but you got baseball, you got up north, you got, you had Chargers, have, don't have Chargers, you go to LA, or you got Rams, <laughs> you got, you got basketball, not, you know what I'm saying, real close. Like, what drew you to sports in general outside? Was it the activity piece of it, staying busy, like you said? Not because you probably didn't know about it, it was taking you out of the trouble because your time, but what was it like? Yeah. Entertaining, or it was like, nah, you're gonna do something else, you ain't gonna be in these streets. It was, I mean, I even when I was in Pittsburgh, I played sports my whole life. Like, I was, I played t ball, I played soccer, everything. I like five, you know, then when I moved to San Diego, I was playing. For me, I was big on football, so I never really knew anything about track. I just was big on football. I knew I was fast, I liked soccer. Um, I played t-ball for a little bit. I wasn't really too big on baseball or t-ball. Basketball, a little bit. All I knew was I was fast. 
I was fast, so it was like football, football. So when I got to move here to San Diego, I was playing all Pop Warner, all, I mean, that's all my life was football. And that just was coming from, you know, my mom ran track, my stepdad, he played basketball. Um, Him and his brother were like the first black kids to play for Westminster College. Like they whole, our whole family is just sports. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it wasn't, it wasn't even like an option. It was just like, you just second nature, you know, you just boom, play sports, whatever sports you like or good at. But then when I moved here and then come high school, I was playing uh, football. And in my freshman year, I'm like, okay, let me go and run track, go out to run track. It was the first meet, Uh, you know, like never ran track, just knew I was fast, run like my first 400, I uh, beat all the varsity's time in my first 400 and the coach was like, oh yeah, you run, you run varsity. And so from then on, it was more so like track. I still played football until my junior year, but track is where I was getting like scholarship offers. That was your ticket. Where I was, yeah, that was really where I was excelling at. And I mean, football was still good, but coach told me he just, one day he's just like, you know, you can still keep playing football, but you know, like if you get hurt playing football, you know, that's, that's, that's your track scholarship too. So mm-hmm. it, it had to make me really stop and think like, and as much, I mean, I'm still a diehard football. Like I love football to death, but it had made me stop and think like, okay, which one is really going to benefit me even more. So like I said, I didn't start running track until my freshman year, but from then on it just excelled. And I, I ran the hurdles and I didn't start running hurdles until my sophomore year and that was just like playing around that practice one day <laughs> and the hurdling coach seeing me playing on the hurdles and was like oh no you a hurdler and i mean that's what i that's what i ran all through college that's what i got a scholarship for was 400 hurdles and um yeah it just is it for for me too it's just like moving and being active is like so mm-hmm. much for my mental like when i when i stopped for a little bit after i graduated it's just like i got into a dark place i wasn't mentally mm-hmm. doing good and and I could feel it, it was because I wasn't active like I was mm. before. Like, this was when, you know, because after you graduate, then you like, you're not eligible no more. So it's kind of like you go from competing your whole life, doing mm-hmm. sports your whole life, to then being like, all right, wait, now I don't got no practices no more. I ain't got no meets. I ain't got no games. Mm-hmm. So I felt myself then just like getting into that darker place. And then I started working out. <clears throat> and once I started working out and getting back active again, you know, it, it, it like does something to your brain mentally, just like, and I mean, I tell people all the time, it's just because human beings, we're meant to move. Like we're not mm-hmm. meant to live this sedentary lifestyle where we just sit and be on computers mm-hmm. and be on phones. And like, you know, years and years and years ago, our bodies are made to move. We either had to go hunt or had to go gather. So when you, when I started moving, I started realizing that like, that's what I'm meant to do. And, mm-hmm. and it was also like, it was something I love to do. Like, even if I was having a bad day or, you know, mentally in a, in a bad place, I get out there and like work out or you get out and you just take it all out on the, on the track or on the football field or in the weight room. And that's when I realized like, man, this is like really actually what I want to do. So it just, honestly, it just, it don't even feel right. Like today I haven't even worked out today. And I'm like, I'm, I'm honestly over here, like, almost anxious, like, man, I'm going to have to work out later on after these clients. It's like, you need it now, you know, but I also look at how I'm living. Like, I'm going to be 43. I'll be 43 in February, and I'm literally jumping. I'm, I'm, I'm almost probably jumping higher yeah. than I was in college, hey. almost running as fast as, you know, and that's just from staying consistent, like, you know, just that lifestyle. And yeah. I try to tell people it's a you know, you got to think of it as long term, like it's a lifestyle change. Like when you say lifestyle, that means 
for the rest of your life, not this quick, oh, man, I got to, you know, I'm going to Vegas in two weeks, man, I got to get in shape real quick. You know, like, you got to look at it as a, a broader thing, but as longevity, like, you know, the healthier you are, the more active you are, like, it's the statistics. Like, it's study shows that that's the longer you live, the healthier you are. But then just mentally, that part, too, as well, it just, you know, you can get, you know, you got a rough day, you can get it all out, take it all out in the gym. Or once you see the gym, you honestly, sometimes for me, I even start thinking clearer. Like if I'm mm. upset, whatever, whatever, not going there and work it out. Afterwards, it's almost like those endorphins like clear your mind where you can think clearer. Like, okay, what's the next move? What, you know, how can I handle this situation better than what I would have before, like out of anger or, you know what I mean? So it's, it's just, for me, it's a way of life. It's just, you know, keeping the body moving and staying healthy, really, man. That's what's up. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That it's needed to. You want to live longer. Yeah, you exactly. Yourself and your body you got to make those changes. You know, that's 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 real. And you said one thing. I mean, I I, I can definitely attach to you. you. Said, bro, like if you're not doing something or that you love or been doing, it can bring it can bring up dark places or you fall into certain gaps because that's an outlet. It's a therapy session mm-hmm. for yourself. I don't have to talk to nobody if I'm trying. I ain't gonna try my, this is my therapy for myself, my body. Right? Yeah, I, exactly. I, I get get it off my chest. Get it, I can hit them weights hard. I can lift a little harder. I can run a little faster. I can go a little longer because you know what I mean? And that's something that we need to know how to do as people regardless, right? Mm-hmm. Holding that stuff in, it weigh heavy. Yeah, it weighs you do. down, bro. It weigh you down. We'll be right back with more 94 Feet with Coach JT. You're an entrepreneur. You take risks. You're a trendsetter who stands out from the crowd. You're a business owner who makes more than just money. You make a difference. Sargent Branding Firm exists to help you do what you do best. Change the world. Get everything you need to elevate your brand and have a professional website at sergeantbranding.com. Vicky Cakes Dairy-Free Pancake and Waffle Mix is the heart of breakfast. Bring your family back to the table for good food and good memories. Shop now at VickyCakesOnline.com. And now, back to the show. Uh, shout out to your, your, your boy, uh, other uh, teammate from college, Ryan McKenzie. Man, I, I got to oh, yeah, yeah, Ryan. He's doing good out there, man. He got the, he got, he out there coaching. Uh, yeah, William Carey, man. Yeah, there. William Carey. That's where he's at, yo. Yeah, man. man so, he, and, but he on the same thing, though, man. I'll be seeing him. He be out there with his, uh, hey, with his little athletes that, running with him and jumping bro, with him. They test him. He be like, I said, his, you know, his energy is out the roof. I'm like, that boy motor is different. But. I mean, but that's he's the same way though, because I mean, we be we we go back and forth on on Instagram or stuff. Like he yeah, throw some little workouts in, but he's the same way. He been consistent. He been doing yeah. it ever since when we was in college. When he got out, he was still doing it, still doing it. Yeah, you know, and and it's the same thing for him. It's just a lifestyle now. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'd, be, it'd be funny when them little kids be calling you out like, all right, man, don't think just like... And that's the cold part about, I'm like, y'all have no... Because they don't know history or they don't ask questions. Yeah. Like, Coach, let me see, did you get some awards? Okay, I'm about to show you and they be embarrassed. But I'm like, no, yeah. I will say this though. Us being a 40-up club over here, man, brother's still holding on well. I'm trying to keep all oh, together. Man. But some people yeah. out here struggling. Yeah, I, I, you know I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple, especially a couple we went to school with. I went to uh, for homecoming. Oh, and, I was, yeah. and I was seeing a few people. I was like, "Ooh, yeah." They got, they got get that lifestyle change. Be real, you yeah, got to be I different. Mean, you gotta... But you can, you can see it too. Like it even, you know, a lot of times you can see like even people's skin or like the physically, like certain things. And like you can see even in your eyes. They say like your eyes show a lot of like with your health too. So like mm-hmm. a lot of people having like dark, you know. So it's like 
and you see people and you like, damn, man, you you know, you might have to like, you know, heavy I mean? into the wrong thing. Or that diet up or yeah. The intake is important. What you put in your body and what and you know what I'm saying, how you how you try to maintain that is is definitely it's, it's, it's for you only. It's just for you yeah. it's, that make you better. Yeah, and, uh, and it's like we ain't 21 no more. Like we could do that, that too. We was 20. The, meta like. the metabolism don't naturally burn no more. We got to yeah. make it burn. Like I said, I recently started, man, boxing stuff uh, about three weeks ago now. And I'm like, oh, it's a different workout. I, never, I always wanted to do it, but now I'm like, okay, oh, I'm man, that's calories. Boxing, that's straight cardio. That's, Bro, that's all that is, cardio. And I'm like, I'm like, am I getting, I'm already small, I'm still slim. I'm like, that's slim up again anymore. But it's yeah. like, I enjoy it now. First week, I was kind of sore, but now I'm like, I'm starting to get to it, but also that outlet hitting that bag too a little bit, but then go yeah. to the drawing machine, then go to the running. I'm like, you know what? But also, my, I mean, I think my body's like it's being stretched. I'm, I'm stretching more. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm moving better. I'm like, it's, yeah. it's feeling, it's feeling more natural. I'm like, okay, this is something I can try to maintain for myself. And it's, it's good too, like to challenge yourself too. I think, I think, yeah. I think for especially to people who come from a sports background or a competitive, like, challenge, like trying something new. Because when I first started boxing, it was the same thing for me. Like I ain't know, like, my homies like turn your hips and this. Yeah, it's something new, and I just kept wanting to be on it because I'm like, all right, man, I got to get this down. So mm -hmm. I think it's also good mentally because it's challenging you too as well because you like doing something different instead of the same thing every day, every day, every day. Yep. Get tired of doing that too. Because I've been to classes, man. They got update stuff, and they got. But also, I think I respect it because the groups that I go to varies. But I see older gentlemen, older women. I see young. It's for any and everybody. But it's everybody. It's like a team sport, even though you're in the individual activity. But everybody got a couple of little things, and they put little stuff on there. Who won that calorie burn today? Stuff like that. But they also support each other. It's like who on yeah. the team, all new squad. I'm like, okay, this is dope. I like this environment. You know what I mean? I like it, and it's good for me. So I definitely, yeah, I would encourage everybody, man. Yeah, get that exercise in. You got to get oh, that. Man. It's a necessity, man, for real. Like, and no matter what your age is, too. Like, I mean, I see, I see old people, I see kids. You know, even after I tell them, you know, you work with kids a lot too. Just like telling them to start off young. You yep. know, even with my daughter and stuff, I'm always telling her like, like start out young. Like, it ain't you ain't really it ain't no age limit on just you know being active and 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 living a healthy life. You can put that in, yeah, for definitely for sure. You can put that in early. Uh, you talked about going from from here. I mean, from Pittsburgh to Cali, then getting going back south to Virginia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went to Hampton for two years. And then two years, Hampton. Yep. So was that, as we know now right now, you, I already know like all this recruiting stuff out of high school, colleges at an all-time high, crazy level. Oh, for yeah. you, was that process something difficult? Was it stressful? Was it like option for you? How was that, was that like? Oh, so Hampton, Hampton, so my one of my older cousins went to Hampton, and she graduated from Hampton. That's how I knew about Hampton. But it was... It wasn't that bad because I felt like Hampton is like it's in Hampton, obviously Hampton, Virginia, but it's nice out there. Like it's not like when we're going to Alcorn, it was like in the middle of nowhere. Hampton is like you still got the city right there. You got like Virginia Beach, you got Norfolk, you got you can run right across the street, go to the mall real quick. Walmart's right down the street. You know, it's still like a city. And for me, it was just like I wanted to get out of Cali too, like. I wanted to see something different. I'm like, okay, man, I've been in California my whole life. Like, let me see something different. I knew it was a black college. You know, like, at that point in time, I was really trying to, like, get into loving being, because, like, for a while, you know, being the only black kid, a lot of times I, like, didn't like being black and, like, didn't like being dark. Mm -hmm. Shame to being dark. So mm -hmm. I knew it was a black university. It's, like, you know, well-known. It's a real good school. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let me, you know, try this out. Go to a historically black college somewhere in Virginia. I ain't never been. So it was like I was excited because it was something new, you know, like and and when I got there, it was I mean, it was everything I thought of like it was. But it was also a lot too, like and that's why I had to transfer. I was kind of 
You know, I was, you know, being on your own, you young and it's like a party every week and a homecoming dance. And then like, and then on top of that, right. I was running too. So yeah, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. My first two years, I was, I was enjoying yeah. Like, you was you was you was from Cali Pittsburgh, so you definitely a different site. We talked oh, differently. Man. Yeah, it, it was. I, I definitely uh, and that, that was part of the reason why I had to transfer. I just I, that first two years, I I admitted I was I was hanging out. Yeah. Like, and you and I ran track, so it's like you wanted the track boys, and you got the parties and the track party, and then the football game. Yeah, so we was we was hanging out, and then Experience. yeah, yeah, I definitely I definitely had a had a nice uh, first two years in college, but yeah, I, yeah. but I paid for it too though. And I had to transfer and start all over. When I got to Alcorn, I basically had to start all over again. You know, a lot of my credits didn't transfer. Where I yeah, as we know, right? That's what happens for sure. Yeah, and so, like, that's when I realized, like, oh, okay, hold on. This is for real. This ain't, like, you know, the first two years. Most, a lot of people is like that. The first two years, you kind of, you just, because you you free. You, like, you ain't. Different. It ain't high school anymore. We're like, what? Yeah, yeah. This and then, college? but then you got to stop and realize, like, hold on. This is for real, too, now, like. I can be flunking out of these classes and like lose my scholarship and like, you know, so then it made me buckle down. And, but I, I like Virginia. I, it was a hard, it was hard for me to leave Hampton, but it was like the coach got rid of all our scholarships and it was like, yeah, it, it was a, he got rid of the whole team. Half mm. of us was like, I mean, our coach that we had there too, that was like a whole nother long story. He was, he was, he was a, a alcoholic. He was a, but, I mean, he used to be a good coach back in the day, but he 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 was out there too. He would he'd be smoking at practice, like smoking cool. It was a whole thing. But mm-hmm. the coach at Alcorn was like, you know, me and my two homies. She was like, look, well, I'll give all three of you guys a full ride. So it was that decision of like, my mom and then was like, you know, you could stay. We'll like help you get some, you know, loans or whatever, or mm-hmm. you could go to Mississippi. I ain't never been to Mississippi a day. In my I was life. gonna say. So then, Ever. okay. So you pre, but no visit. Except the scholarship. Man, what was I, it like when you first got up to that stretch? It that's that's the part too. Is when because we drove me and my mom rented a car and we drove from you know the only airport is Jackson, so exactly. that's an hour and a half drive. Yep. So by the time we get to, I think when I started Port realizing Disney. like Vicksburg, <laughs> by the time we started getting to Vicksburg, I started being like, I'm like, damn, we still ain't there yet. Like, and then I'm just saying like. It's just like road and grass and yeah. fields, and then get to Port Gibson, and Port Gibson is just like you know exactly. PG is. You through PG in five minutes, yeah. so then on another long dirt road, like then 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 I get on the stretch, and then that's when I really was like looking at my mom, like <laughs> so I don't really like. I remember pulling up on the campus and looking at her, and she kind of looked at me too, like you you sure you gonna be all right with this? Like and I was like, yeah, I I, I know for sure. If it wasn't for my two homies, Chris and Shank, I transfer. We all transfer together, and we ran. Um, but those first two years, I probably – I know for sure I was depressed those first two years. Like, I mm-hmm. literally went through depression because it was such a culture shock coming from California to Alcorn State. And Alcorn State is in the middle of the country. Like, I mean, what, it takes us 30 minutes to get to Walmart. Walmart's like a – Walmart was like a trip. Be like, hey man, you y'all gotta go to Walmart and you like yep. five deep in the car just to go to Walmart and it's yep. 30, 40 minutes away. Like, yep. you know, you come from San Diego from California where you can just hop up real quick and go to the store and you know, there's buses, you can hop on a trolley or whatever. Like it, there's none of that out there. So I know the first two years it was like, yeah, I I was all I did was run track, go to class. And that was it. We was doing our music too here and there, but like 
we just we literally just stayed to ourselves for at least a good year and a half like yeah, it, was, it was difficult it was hard what, what about and again shout out to your boys because as you know like potential without them it, it could have been worse for you but um, oh man it what would, type it of things been, it would have been for sure how what type you said music what i mean things like keeping each other grounded what did y'all try just, just spend time together or kind of just yeah well we back? um because we had kind of started our little group up too we had um we started a little group when we were at virginia and we was doing our rap and we and we honestly we had a studio we made a studio in the dorm like mm -hmm. turned into our dorm closet into the booth and mm -hmm. had like a computer mic i mean it was so bootleg my homie had his little computer we had a computer mic we put it in the in the closet put mm -hmm. like a little styrofoam around to try to make it soundproof and we was doing that in virginia so that was like you know we was, we was actually pumping out little albums doing talent shows at Allcorn, and like mm -hmm. that was our release because he was the other homie was from dallas texas which is a big city the other homie was from georgia you know so we all came from bigger they cities you know, they were in the south but they were still we all were still kind of like in the culture shock so mm -hmm. music was what helped us to like release and it was like where we all connected so it was just so easy to just like we just be in the room just making songs making music go to practice go to class go to calf come back make music so it was it was therapy i mean it's still for me now i still do music now like i i don't think i ever stopped doing music and that's that's like another form of my therapy and it helped me through a lot it just because i grew up writing too so just getting it out and like you said we were saying earlier about like holding stuff in just getting it out was always a good thing for me and that helped writing and doing songs that like about what i'm going through or whatever like that it always helps so that music helped those first two years definitely because i know for sure i wouldn't uh I, I i don't know how i would have made it without without doing that or without them too like my two homies too definitely that what's up uh what about um you saw my music what concert spring concert do you remember the most that you had the most fun at? a memorable concert at all I, I, man it was th the one with three six mafia because we uh we opened for them that time what yeah, we opened when Three Six Mafia came, and I remember we saw him in the back. Like I think after we went on, we went in the back because it was at the gym. So like, like they kind of had like their little backstage rooms or whatever mm -hmm. rooms in the back. So as we were coming off, I remember seeing Three Six Mafia getting ready to come up on that's the second, dope. and that's the one I always remember because that was probably our biggest. Like we did the little talent shows at school and all that, but opening for Three Six that that's major. Yeah, at that with that spring concert, that was like our biggest show. We ain't never performed for no crowd like that. That's so crazy. It, it was dope. It was dope. It was a cool little like I I can't remember what song we did, but I feel like it was a dope little. It was like we even we still talk about it now, thinking about it too. Like That's so great. that that was definitely the one that stood out for me though. Yeah, everybody can't say they did that shit. Guys with 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 big contracts can say they open up for them. So shit. yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that was it was pretty packed too. Like like everybody that kind of came out for that one. It was in the gym. It was kind of I don't remember what year it was though. Might have been like two thousand and three. I, I don't know now. I can't think of it. Yeah, that might have been. I think that yeah for sure. Maybe like O two or something. Like O two, I think it was spring O two. I got there fall O two. I just I think that's when I just missed. So yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. probably just getting. I it. just missed that one, but yeah, that's what's up um definitely dope experience uh just what about the all current vibe once you did once y'all i guess began to get acclimated adapted what did you enjoy most about being out there uh Flip side I, I, once once i and the thing was really once i moved off campus so when we moved off campus we had our little house on the back a little more freedom <laughs> yeah it was a lot more freedom and it was also good 
getting like that slowdown, like that, you know, coming from California where it's like, uh, like, you know, you, you going, going in California, you like, mm -hmm. and it, it was, it was, that's the one thing I do appreciate. Even when I go back to my daughter's family still lives in Mississippi. So when I go back and visit, I do enjoy like, oh, yeah. And like, just you know, so it's cool sometimes being country. I was like out there hunting, hopping on the four wheelers, like mm -hmm. doing the country stuff. But everything was kind of slowed down. So as I as I was there a little longer, I started appreciating like just that little chill, you know, the southern hospitality. You know, all her all her family still to this day treat me like you know. And I mean, her mom ain't been together for eighteen or well, seventeen years, and they mm -hmm. still treat me you know, like they did 17 years ago, you know, that Southern hospitality yeah. real. I go there, it's like, they gonna make me a whole plate two seconds as soon as I walk in the door, you know, so that's that's a lot different in California. California's not really, you know, it, it, I remember too also, what really used to mess me up is like riding around in Natchez or riding around in all the little towns and everybody waving at you. Like, like in, in Cali and San Diego, like ain't nobody waving at you and saying, and if they are, they about to like charge you the wrong way. Like, it's where you from or something yeah it's the wrong so, like, way i kept thinking that like why these people keep wait like everybody waiting people on the porch just waving people they drive by you honk honk they don't even know you so yeah. that was that was different but it was also dope too to, to experience that were like that southern hospitality and just everybody being super friendly it was it was a cool experience and i appreciate it as i got older but like at first it was rough understanding it but i did understand i mean i for me now, like I said, I can still go back and it's good because it's like slow down. You know, you get, I mean, it's it's beautiful out there. It's like all kind of land and trees and hella greenery, and right? <laughs> and, you know, the greenery is crazy. So it's like, I appreciate all of that too. So that's that's the one thing. It's just a lot of other things were kind of slow, like, you know, for the music scene, for when I'm trying to do music and, and right. my fitness thing and different things like that. But I do, I do appreciate the, you know, where you just, it's kind of like, you just relax and it's not as much stress as it is being in the city too sometimes. So yep. that's, that's, that's the one thing I did really enjoy when I was out there. That's a big, big fact, man. Definitely that. Um, talk about the fitness part, man. At what point, bro, after graduation, getting back here, what part do you really figure out or decide or choose? What was the deciding factor for you to go into business for yourself? Because that's oh, not man. an easy thing, bro. It ain't, it's, it's, it's a bold move. It's scary. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's hesitancy. It's not unsureness. But what point do you go and jump in and bet on yourself? Um. So I got I, when I moved here. I moved here kind of like just nothing, like no job, nothing. It was just I was in grad school for a couple years, and then I just up and moved. You know, I almost got married, and that fell apart, and I just came home. But I um really what it was is I got one of my friends had opened up a dispensary. You know, in California. They got, and I, I caught a case, like just straight up. I caught a case my first year back and I had to do like a month and a half in the feds and then it was on my record. So all my years of school, all my undergrad degrees, mm. I couldn't use them anymore. So I was working like retail, I was driving Uber, I was working at like the 24 hour fitness and I um just like all these little random jobs, just trying to like figure it out. And then just one day, just at 24 hour fitness, I was just like, Man, you know what? Like that's when I started realizing, like this is what I actually love doing. Like, I I started training people on the side, just here and there, nothing real serious. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, that's this is what I actually really love doing. So, I just was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I quit all these other little random jobs, stop driving for Uber, and I was like, you know what? I'm just about to just go all in. And I was like, I know I can't really use my my uh, 
degrees really now because I now I got a felony on my and it was like I got my daughter, I got my mom I'm trying to help out. Like so I just it really was just stepping out on faith and being like this is something that I actually enjoy and love doing and also realizing like I don't really want to work for somebody. Like I don't want somebody telling me when to move and giving me this little change while they getting, you know, millions off of me. And I yeah, it was it was it was hard. I mean it's still hard right now and it's been it's been about six years, almost seven, about like seven. And it's, I mean, it's still, but looking back to where I started to where it's at now, I can definitely see the growth. But yeah, just starting that business, man, the first three, four years is, is, is rough, man. You like, you, you, you trying to figure out where you about to get your next meal at. Like, so mm-hmm. it just, I, it would help me hold on to though, was that I was doing something that I love. Like I love helping people. I love, you know, the whole health aspects of it, you know, seeing people go from, you know, being overweight and unhealthy to being in shape and then seeing how much they change where they're like, yo, man, like, I, I feel so much better with my life. You know what I'm saying? And seeing that and then just seeing what it does for my own self, mm-hmm. I just, that's when I was all the way locked in. Like, you know, this is what, and I'm like, man, this is what I've been doing my whole life. <clears throat> like, literally since I was five years old, like, why not turn that into a career? because this is actually what I love doing. So yeah, it was just, it, it just took that day when I just was like, you know what, I'm just gonna step out on faith. Like, if it's meant to work, it's gonna work. And yeah, it was just, after that, it was over with. That's what's up, man. Uh, and while we're talking about it, just let people listening know where they can find information at for, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the pay, for the, for the job. For the, for the fitness stuff and where can they find you man give out your information right now real quick all right so um if you go on the website it's just black so it's j-u-s-t-b as in boy l-a-c-k-k.com that's the website the website has everything connected to the instagram page instagram page is j-b-k-k underscore fitness but like i said if you go on the website justblack.com it has everything linked to it um also do online training. Also do weight loss. Um, I still I coach. Um, still coaching with track, so I do a lot of speed and conditioning. Um, also, too, really getting into a lot more trying to, you know, because I feel like once you're an athlete, you're always an athlete. So I'm always trying to get, you know, especially for me, I just recently became a grandfather too. So I'm always trying to get dads who be like, man, I used to be able to do this. I used to be able to play foot like that. Like they used to be able to. Man, we're trying to throw that out the window. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean? I feel like if you're an athlete, you always an athlete. You just gotta you just gotta tap back into it again. Like so, I'm also big on you know getting the older people in shape. And I mean, I don't even like saying older because I feel like we're on our prime right now. But you know what I mean? Like a lot of people get in their 40s and they think like that's it. Like man, I used to be able to do this. Like no, nah, man, you can still do it. But you know that's what this is what we got to do, and it's gonna be a hard little journey to get back. But once you, you know, like, I be calling little young dudes out, like, come on, man, you, all right, you 18, let's go. Let's hop in. Mm. And then they be, then you get out there and you, um, or you be right there with them and they be like, oh, hold on. Big two-year-old is over running with me? Like, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm big on performance training, functional okay. training. So, you know, I got people with injuries, older people, weight loss, yeah. all that. Definitely, yeah. So all, all my San Diego people down there, man, I got a couple partners with coaching. All y'all going to see this, hear this. Coaching sports, coaching whatever sport it is, tap in with my man. You link some up for your team. Get that team training going too, man. Get link up with him. I'm sure he make it happen either online or in person, man. So yeah. tap in with him anywhere online though too, y'all. Anywhere, man. Tap in with him. 
And all the audience is going to see this, man. I know they're going to watch it, man. Y'all get some online support right there. Right oh, yeah. Oh, especially, man. I'm a, definitely, I got the, the website. Go on the website for all my people in, uh, out there at Allcorn, man. I'm definitely, we can do the online thing. We can do the little however you want to do it, whatever weights you got. If you only got bands, if you only got yeah. something at home, I, look, I'll make it happen. Trust me. You're going to figure it out. Yeah, I already know. You're going to figure it out. So that's what we're here for. All right. At the end of every show, Jay, like in basketball, right? Um you can dribble, pass, or shoot. That's called triple threat. But for you personally, man, I always get my guests. Give me three things that you kind of, you just hang your hat on, man. That kind of how you live by, how you move by it. People would know, okay, yeah, this is this is just black. This is him. It's how you roll. It's how you move, man. Give me your three, your personal triple threat. Uh, I would say one of the big top things for me is, um, and this is what we always grew up on, like in college too, is um, last chance, no breaks. Like, mm -hmm. so it's like almost like a carpe diem, like, you know, I mean, you know, life story, you never know when this might be your last chance. So that's how I try to go every day. Like when I'm working out or run, whatever it is, like this might be my last chance. So, you know, mm -hmm. no breaks. Like I can't, you know, I can't give up because I never know, you know, tomorrow's not promised. Um, and I have to say for sure, it's just family, like family over everything. Like now I said, being a new grandfather, like every time I say it, it tripped me out. So I'm just like, and then, you know, like my mom and my nieces, my nephews, like just being that good example. So like family over everything, family and just consistency and trust the process. That's what I would say to those three. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Y'all heard it here first again, man. Tap in with them, man. I'm going to post it as I always do on the socials information. I'm going to tag my guy and all the information, but tap in. Like I said, those fitness exercises are available online as well. Programs can be set up. So don't think you can't get access. Cause you're not there personally man it's available you, look, we this two this what tw almost 2024 we got yep. you know technology is everything right now we got as yep. long as you got a smartphone or, or a laptop or an ipad anything i'm gonna we can make it happen trust me yep, definitely i appreciate you jay i'm gonna tap in with you again y'all heard it first live with coach black and coach jt two arkham state alumni um in cali doing we got to do man to make others around us better and ourselves better man so appreciate your time man i'm gonna tap yeah, in with you too, thanks again you. man oh no not a problem man keep grinding man i definitely know if i'm down that way anytime soon uh, I'm, I'm tapping in for the show for sure so we can try i gotta stop by and get a workout yeah holler at me man let me know show, boy. i appreciate you all right bro all right y'all we out all peace. right peace thanks for listening to 94 feet with coach jt Subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, and follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. This is a production of 1217 Media.